Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jance, and my guest today is me again. Uh, I know that I've uh, done a few of these to you guys, but uh, I keep getting lots of requests for them, so uh, I'm going to... Uh, do these, continue to do these solo sort of rants um, occasionally. Don't worry, I'm going to have great guests uh, as well. I've got a bunch of them lined up. Uh, but uh, for this week, it's me again. Today's topic, I'm going to talk about content. Now, I know that uh, most people are sick of hearing about the word content. And quite frankly, it's one of those that gets batted around uh, so much, but um, I wonder if we really even know what it means or if we're defining it or if we all define it differently. And so I'm going to just really kind of try to put it in a bucket uh, that uh, that hopefully defines it, uh, what it is, why we need to be doing it, uh, the types of content we need to be producing, uh, really because, in my opinion, uh, it's become a key sort of strategic plank of the entire marketing system. And it's not simply something you do to fill out a blog or fill out a web page or produce marketing material, it's actually become something, uh, in my opinion, uh, much more strategic than that. If that's going to be the case, if we're going to accept that uh, to be true, then one of the things that I think we have to start doing is start looking at uh, our content as uh, an entire body of work. I often uh, tell people to, to think in terms of even a, uh, like an author might approach a book, that we wouldn't just sit down and say, I think I'll write something today, or, or I heard something on the news today, I think I'll write something about that, that, that we would actually decide, here's the you know, major thesis of the book, here are the, the, the plots, the subplots, the themes, the, the characters, the, 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 the chapters uh, of the book, and that we kind of sketch that out and think in terms of anytime we want to write content, anytime we produce content, that we're actually filling in one of those chapters or one of those major themes. Now, uh, certainly leaving room for things that will change. Things do change in, in every industry uh, as time progresses, but, but that we kind of have that map. Uh, maybe even we'd call it an editorial calendar that we would produce, that we would say, uh, you know, over time, we know we need to write articles and blog posts and do webinars and produce ebooks uh, that fit into all of these themes. And of course, the best way to think about our themes uh, is, is a list of keywords and keyword phrases that uh, our clients or prospects might put into a search engine. Uh, to me, those, uh, those are the things we need to be first and foremost writing content about. Now, you can have your industry, your methodology, your products and services that you're writing about, uh, but you always, in my opinion, will get the biggest bang for your buck if you're, you're couching any of your writing uh, in terms of uh, the major themes or phrases, keyword phrases that your prospects and customers would be putting into a search engine. And of course, we also need to think in terms of the forms of this content and, and know that people want to consume video and audio and they want to read it and they want to get it on their iPads and they want to get it on their iPhones uh, and they want to be able to subscribe to it. And so uh, we have to also think in terms of, of the distribution, the various formats. And, and the good news about that is uh, in many cases you can turn one or two or three pieces of content into another format uh, and, and use it in, in other ways uh, that, that will still produce value. It's not uh, duplicating it, but it allows you to duplicate your efforts. 
Okay, let's talk about the types of content. Um, I think that there are essentially five kinds of content. I'm sure we could argue that there are 50, um, but, but five reasons uh, to create uh, content, and certainly there's tons and tons of crossover for all of them. Um, I think the kinds of content that we need to be looking at is content that builds trust, uh, content that educates, uh, customer-generated content, other people's content, and then content that closes, that, that, that actually does the work of uh, moving somebody who has been educated and, and that we've built trust, uh, moves the, them towards actually deciding they want to purchase from us as well. And I think that's uh, a part that a lot of people neglect to think in terms of. So this first one, content that builds uh, trust. Now, one of the sort of side paths that I want to give here is that all of this content, um, as long as it's uh, shared on uh, line um, is something that helps us with our SEO. In fact, it's probably, if you're looking for a really practical reason to get started blogging or to, to regularly start producing and sharing content online, it, it's the immediate boost that you'll get in the search engine rankings. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that that's the only reason to do it, but if, if you're thinking, gosh, how do I get started? This is a lot of work. Uh, that to me is the quickest payoff. So when I talk about this category of trust, I, I actually uh, throw SEO somewhat into that because one of the things that happens is even if somebody says, oh, you've got to go get this great report or you need to hire this person, they're awesome, uh, the first thing they do is they go and they check you out online. And, and so they put in your name or the name of your company. And if um, I believe that, that if all they're finding is your website and they're not finding lots of other content, lots of other people talking about your content and linking to your content and maybe lots of other places that you're hanging out sharing content, um, I think that's a trust eroder. So I throw this uh, this kind of into the category of, uh, uh, I throw all of the SEO benefit into the category of trust as well. So what other content actually builds trust? Um, I believe that just basic how-to content or or lists um, of how to do things uh, builds trust. Certainly reviews from uh, uh, other folks, whether it's uh, a review of your product or a review of, of you as, uh, as an expert or a review of your services or your business. Uh, even the things that people find in places like Yelp and, uh, and on their Google Places pages. Uh, testimonials, certainly from, uh, from happy clients, uh, uh, provides, I think, uh, s some trust building. And then uh, certainly articles that that, um, that are read or found, written about you in publications that you don't control. In other words, third-party um, uh, magazines, for instance, is a great example that publishes articles either that you wrote or that about your firm. I think all of those, um, are that, that's a type of content or group or bucket of content I think that we have to be producing or, or building into your, your overall editorial calendar or your content grid. Certainly we need content that, that, that educates at a deeper level. And, and part of this can be uh, educates uh, about your story, about how you're different, uh, about the benefits of your product or service. Uh, but then also going much deeper into uh, uh, white papers that really give, not, I'm not talking about the technical thing that people have, uh, uh, software folks have and hardware folks have used for years, but, uh, but, but really gives them in-depth analysis about why they should do something or, or why they might consider an approach uh, 
uh, your methodology and and why it's different. Uh, for example, you know how your products and services are actually created and, and developed, and why they're created and developed. So these are all great educational pieces. Certainly, a newsletter uh, that's put out on a, a routine basis can deliver that kind of content. Webinars and in-person uh, seminars uh, certainly can that that are educational uh, first and not sales uh, events can really um, uh, provide content that's uh, uh, that educates. I think even the form of uh, of content that exists on your site in the form of FAQs uh, that, that are just answers to the common questions that people ask uh, is a great one. Uh, survey data is actually, uh, I think, can for many people can be very educational. Um, it's also, I, I think, uh, it, as much of this content does, it moves uh, people maybe to the next level um, of, of uh, content that closes or something, for example. So... Um, People love data. They love uh, to see results. So surveys can be great content that educate. Um, Customer-generated content, I think, is a great category. Um, it, again, can educate. It can help build trust. Uh, but it's a different brand of of content uh, because it comes directly from the customer and, and in many ways uh, can can really provide proof or help provide proof. It's also a great uh, way to move towards Referrals. Um, there are a couple tools that um, that I like to use for these that you might give some some consideration to. Um, I, there's a tool called Wufu that allows you to create forms, very easy forms. And one of the things that uh, that I would consider doing is creating a, a survey question for all of your clients that is something very simple, like um, you know how likely a, a sur- one survey question, how likely is it that uh, that you would refer our business. Using a tool like uh, Wufu, you could create a form uh, that's just a one-question form that uh, that asks how likely is it that you would reverse. And so you would actually send this out to all your customers uh, after a sale or after a period of time. And anybody that, and it would just have a scale of 1 to 10. And anybody that gave you a 9 or a 10, uh, Wufu could actually direct them to a form, another form where they could actually le- you could ask them to leave a testimonial or describe you know, why they would refer you. Uh, can be a great way to generate content uh, pretty much automatically. And then obviously anybody that scores under that or a one or a two or a three, you know, you, you send them to another page or you send them to a sales or customer service person who immediately calls them up and says, hey, wh- where did we let you down? Uh, another great one uh, is to actually hold a, a, an event, a party, a customer appreciation party, and uh, bring in a video crew and uh, ask people if they want to tell their story, their case study, uh, their success story about working with your firm. You might also let them uh, record some video of a few minutes themselves uh, for a commercial uh, type of thing to use on their website. Uh, so uh, a customer-generated content, I think, is is a category that – that certainly, as I said before, you know, helps build trust, but I think it's also a great community-building uh, uh, tool as well. Now, the, the fourth uh, category, quite frankly, is other people's content. And I don't mean this as uh, a way to suggest that you would just go out and rip people's content off. Uh, however, I do think that one of our jobs or one of the things that we can provide as a service in many cases uh, is to filter and aggregate. If you read a lot of blogs, if you're on social networks where people share a lot of information, uh, that I think that we can actually provide a service to customers by filtering out some of that. They're, they're drowning in information. And so if we can take little bits of content or we can take the blogs that we read and provide um, snack size content or maybe provide insight 
insight about um, stories uh, that are going on in the industry, I think that that actually is a tremendously useful source of content. So you could uh, actually republish people's content, share or retweet it. Uh, you could actually create custom RSS feeds uh, that, that would be developed for maybe specifically for customers or at least for industries that some of your customers uh, are in. Um, you curating content, just uh, as I said, bringing together a collection of content related to a subject can be some, a very useful tool. Uh, there's a tool called Storify that I've started to use recently that just makes it really easy for you to put in categories of, of content and it'll bring you YouTube videos and images and, and you know even links from, uh, from Twitter and Facebook. And so it can be kind of a great way for you to kind of put together almost like a, a publish a custom newsletter um, that can be embedded or can be sent as a link. Uh, so there are a lot of tools out there that, that actually taking that approach in content production, I think, is, is a very useful one as well. Now, the last form of content is, is sort of the moneymaker, right? It's the content that closes, that sells. Um, and I think that, that few things beat uh, for many, many industries or for many, many types of businesses, few things beat in-person events uh, for this type of thing. And, that, and, and again, that I, I would lump in the, the, the live streaming uh, webinar kind of uh, event as well. I think that having customer case studies, uh, very detailed uh, reviews of results uh, that that uh, uh, actual customers, I, I like to call them proof <laughs> of results that actual uh, customers have received. And, and that's the type of content that, that you really need to force yourself to go out and get. In some cases, we do the job, we do the work, we sell the product, um, and we really don't go back and find out. I mean, maybe the customer's thrilled. Uh, maybe they continue to order from us uh, or continue to do business with us. But I think you need to force yourself to start having what, what I call results reviews, where you actually will uh, sit down with a customer and go over and help them understand um, the value that you've brought. But also, you you determine and, and measure and maybe get a baseline because I think it's one of those things that will actually help you in your own uh, selling or in your own uh, raising your prices uh, because uh, you've got those actual uh, proven results. A lot of industries use uh, try to find ways to help a customer calculate you know, and a lot of people call them ROI calculators or, you know, cost of service uh, calculators, cost to switch. You know, some, some, many cases people, you know, try to develop content that, that, uh, uh, or tools or widgets that, that really try to allow people to do that assessment. I think sometimes um, you can get a little bit uh, uh, complex or, or, or try to do too much with a tool like that. I like to tell people to really narrow their focus and their thinking to, to finding one or two areas where you can really simplify what if you did X, what would that mean to this little area of your business? And I think that in, in many cases, um, that's a, something people can wrap their heads around. A lot of times when people are doing a cost analysis or a return analysis, so many variables come into play that it's actually almost hard for them to trust their own uh, instincts, let alone you as a vendor trying to provide content to them. But I think a lot of times if you can grab onto hey, if you could get this return on this simple area, what would that mean to your business, to your life? And, and I think that uh, for, for many people, that type of simple, whether we call it a calculator or not, but that simple uh, t taking and, and, and creating a very simple positioning for here's what this would do for you um, is content that I think uh, um, actually will help you uh, close the deal. So as you can see, you know, even though I've talked about this for only 15 minutes, I mean, this is an area that I think is, uh, you, you, you clearly have 
seen how important it is just based on the amount of, of conversation that's out there. But th- this is also an area that I think uh, um, we can all do more in. Um, and it's certainly an area that, that has to be part of your overall marketing strategy. It's not just a tactical thing that you do because uh, it you know gets you search engine results. It, it, it literally has to be a major, major foundational part of your business. So that's my take on content. I would love to hear if you listen to this and uh, and you have thoughts uh, about it, uh, visit the blog at uh, ducttapemarketing.com and uh, uh, where this uh, where I've actually embedded this. If you're listening just through the RSS feed through iTunes or something, um, uh, check out the actual content on the site too. I'd love to hear uh, your comments and thoughts on this whole area of content and maybe the types of content that you're producing and that you found to be useful. All right, take care. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the Podcast Princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.